Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. So Solomon is the king, and God has prospered Israel beyond belief. Uh, Way back during the Abrahamic covenant, he promised Abraham that your descendants would be as numerous as the sands on the seashore. Right here in 1 Kings, the first couple chapters, it mentions that the Israelites numbered the sands of the seashore, obviously not literally. The last count that we have is like 1.3 million. They're at peace with their enemies around them. Solomon is heaped wealth upon wealth onto him. He's given wisdom beyond measure. And now it's time for him to do one of the things that God set him aside to do, which was to build the temple, a permanent structure where the presence of God could be kept. Remember David, his dad, wanted to build a temple in 2 Samuel chapter 7. That's the Aber- or the Davidic covenant uh, devotion that we did a while back. And God said, no, 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 you're not going to build a house for me, but actually I'm going to establish your house and your throne forever. And so God made it clear that it wasn't David's role to build a temple for Solomon or for, for God, but it would be his son Solomon's. And now the time has come. We're in 1 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 and following. Now Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants to Solomon when he heard that they had anointed him king in place of his father, for Hiram always loved David. Solomon sent word to Hiram, You know that David, my father, could not build a house for the name of the Lord his God because of the warfare with which his enemies surrounded him until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor misfortune. So I intend to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord said to my David, my father, your son, whom I will set on your throne in your place, shall build the house for my name. And so this temple is going to be a permanent. Uh, Solomon is going to recruit forced labor. There's going to be a draft. They're going to build this thing. It's going to take seven years. It's going to be patterned after the tabernacle. Remember the temporary tent that would travel from place to place uh, for the last uh, maybe 400 years of Israel's history. And the temple is going to have you know an outer area and an inner area, and then the Holy of Holies. The whole idea of the temple is that this is where the presence of God will dwell. Obviously, God doesn't dwell in the temple. Everybody knows that God is omnipresent. God is everywhere. God dwells everywhere. In fact, the, the creation account makes it clear that, in a sense, all of creation is God's temple. But uh, in the Garden of Eden, which was a representation of all of God's creation, things went terribly wrong. God commissioned Adam and Eve to look over his creation. They sinned. They failed. It was destroyed. And so now they've been going through this process. And now they're going to create, they had the tabernacle. Now they're going to create the temple, which is going to be a place where God's presence can dwell. And he's going to raise up priests to take care of the temple. But eventually, it's going to be destroyed. This uh, Solomon's temple will be destroyed and uh, in the 500s, I think, B.C. And then another temple will be raised up by Herod to appease the Israelites, which we read about in the New Testament. But even that has become, become corrupt, and Jesus Christ has to come and be very critical of the chief priests and the Jewish leaders and how they're managing the place where God's presence dwells. So that fails. 
And we're leading up to a point in the New Testament where a more perfect temple must come, a place where God dwells here on earth. And Jesus Christ himself, which this got himself in big trouble with the Jewish leaders, Jesus Christ said he himself was a temple. He was the place on earth where God dwelled because he himself was God. Of course, that was blasphemy to those guys who had no understanding of what was really going on. And so we see this progression of temple all the way from Eden to the tabernacle, to Solomon's temple, to Herod's temple, to Jesus Christ. And then after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, something even crazier happens. We are left with the Holy Spirit in Acts. The Holy Spirit of God is given to dwell in every believer. We have the Holy Spirit. If you're a follower of Christ today, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And we are a temple of God. It's crazy stuff, and the temple is very significant through all of Scripture. Obviously, this is only available to people who have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, who died this sinless death, was raised from dead, so that we who put our faith in him can have the sinlessness that he lived attributed to us. We can have the penalty that he paid on our behalf, Mark paid, and we can be reconciled to God, holy, blameless, and worthy temples, even though we're sinful and dirty still in this life, worthy by the righteousness of Christ to be a dwelling place, a temple of God himself. I'm going to link a couple videos to this, to this devotion in the episode notes that will explain the temple in further detail. They're short videos. They're very interesting. And I think you will be amazed, as I was, in considering the significance of the temple, both the physical considerations and the spiritual considerations that have been woven through all of Scripture to the point where we today are a temple for the Holy Spirit. And one day, when this is all finished, where we will dwell forever in the presence of God, in the temple of eternity the new heavens and the new earth that will be God's dwelling place along with those of us who trust Christ. Amazing and inspiring stuff. Lord, thank you for this great, tangible concept of the temple that can teach us about who you are through all of Scripture. Thank you for sending Christ to be a new sort of temple to die and rise so that we could, by faith in him, be worthy of being folded into your presence. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. 
and check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.